We all have those bad habits, playing games for too long in the day, eating a full bar of chocolate when you're trying to remain healthy, not going to the gym because your keys are in the other room and that's just too far away. There are excuses for everything we do, and for too long I allowed them to control me. Today I'm going to show you how to break bad habits and find your calling with the better ones. Welcome to the Power of Positivity podcast, a weekly show dedicated to help you crush your goals one day at a time. My aim is to give you actionable steps that you can take toward your life, business, health and more to reach that next level and truly start seeing the results you're looking for. So let's get into it. Welcome into another episode of the Power of Positivity podcast. My name is Andy and I appreciate you taking some time out of your day to come and hang out with me and all of these wonderful listeners who are listening on any platform that you choose. Just before we get started, if you would like to join the Monday Mindset Club, the only email at the start of the week you're actually happy to get, then I would love for you to be a part of that. You can sign up down below and you also get a free 56 page document on how to actually start crushing your goals and your mindset. So I would highly recommend getting that. <laughs> We've all had bad habits before. Right, we, we can't deny that. We all have habits in our lives that we know we need to get rid of and we know they're actually holding us back. But the problem is that we hold on to them and we cling on to them that it's really difficult to actually move them away from where we're at right now. And I know for me, there have been a lot of times where bad habits took over. There was a time where I was on my phone for so many hours in the day just watching YouTube videos and then when I finished watching YouTube videos I'd go over to Netflix and then if there was nothing on Netflix I'd go into Amazon Prime and it was just that cycle of doing so. And then you've got the other ones that are more short form content with reels and TikTok with constant scrolling. Then you've got things like bad habits when it comes to your health so you're not eating healthy enough, you're not actually doing a lot of workouts and there's so many more that I could really go over. And the ones that definitely stopped me were the ones that always kept me from moving forward and taking steps in the right direction. Now, of course, you might think that doing a podcast every week or writing an email every week or doing a YouTube video every week isn't that sort of desirable right away, but you know that in the long run, you know at the back of your head in the long run, this is going to help you become a better version of yourself. It may not lead to every piece of success that you ever have in your life, but it definitely is something that allows you to gain more knowledge on you gain more knowledge in the audience that you're trying to achieve and actually figure out who you're meant to be. Watching a Netflix show or scrolling through TikTok not give those sort of benefits that actually taking action on things that you're wanting to do will. Now it's not to say that you can't have great ideas that come from TikTok or you can't have great ideas that come from watching a Netflix show. For sure there definitely are things that you can learn from these places and there is a time for them all but it's when it comes to that point where it's not healthy. You know, you've been scrolling for two hours or you've been watching 16 episodes of one show in one day. That's when it becomes a little bit of a problem. And that's when it becomes an area that you're sort of leaving out because there's something you know that's making you uncomfortable that you don't want to do, that is going to push you forward. And I, I'd done this and I hid this for so long. I didn't want to do things that scared me. So I would find excuses to do other things, you know, oh, I'll clean my room and I'll watch this episode of Netflix once I've finished that and I'll play some games with my friends when I knew at the back of my head that if I just took that step, 
it's going to benefit me. And yes, it's going to be nerve-wracking and it's going to take a little bit of energy and a little bit of effort, but no one ever got anywhere without that. There's actually a really interesting reason as to why we stick with bad habits. And it is actually to do with your brain. And we've talked about it a few times before about the synaptic pruning and the connections and the neurons that are moving throughout your brain to create pathways. If we give an example of just a system you've been doing at work, for the past 10 years and you've followed this system and you've sort of mastered this system, you understand this in and outs, you know how it works, you know how it flows, you know what triggers it and then one day you just decide, you know what, fuck this, I'm doing something else, I'm doing a completely different system, I don't know how to work it but I'm going to give it a go. Now at the beginning of you trying this new system, how do you think that's really going to go? Do you think you're going to master it instantly and become an absolute god at using this new system? Or do you think it's going to take some time to develop and sort of understand? I think we all know the answer to this one. Definitely the first one. We're going to master it right away. We don't let anything hold us back. <laughs> no, well, the second one is definitely going to be the case. We're going to take some time, we're going to fail, and we're going to not be incredible at it in the first few times that we do it. And this is what happens when we try to go from a bad habit to a good habit instantly. Especially when we've been doing the bad habit for so long, the connections are quite powerful. Whether you like to think it or not, you watching Netflix on a consistent basis is going to make you understand that this is when you watch Netflix, this is the trigger for you to watch Netflix, and this is how many episodes you usually watch. And whether you know that or not, it's just the case. So when you try to go from watching four hours of Netflix a day to no hours of Netflix a day and doing something productive on top of that, you're changing a system that you've been using for a very long time and are expecting results right away. And it just sadly doesn't work like that. But there is ways to get around it. There are some good habits that aren't always good for us. And then that sounds a little bit counterintuitive that saying some good habits aren't actually that good. But for some people, certain things work for others. You know, waking up at 6am might not be good for everyone as it might just not work with their timeline or their chronotypes when it comes to sleep. Some people function better when they get more sleep. Some people function better when they get less. Some people are on night shift and are not able to do things like that. So all good habits aren't inherently good. You've just got to find the ones that are actually going to work for you. And this is what leads me on to talking more about why bad habits actually give us some productivity. See, we wouldn't do bad habits if they were terrible, you know? We wouldn't watch Netflix if we hated it and we wouldn't watch YouTube if we hated it. Get some form of feeling out of it whether that be good, bad, neutral, we get a feeling out of doing everything. So you sitting there watching Netflix for hours on end is giving you a specific feeling, whether that be gratefulness, whether that be love, whether that be relaxation. There's a lot of feelings that you can have when you're performing bad habits, just as if you're not eating good and you have a bar of chocolate, the bar of chocolate tastes great. So you're getting a feeling of, yeah, this tastes awesome. I want more of this. And this is why bad habits consistently stick because they're quote unquote bad for a reason. They don't allow you to push forward with where you're actually wanting to go and keep you from doing the things that are maybe a little bit more important in your life right now than sitting and doing nothing. Again, I want to make it very clear that I'm not saying you've got to go and delete all the apps and we're going to talk about that. I'm not saying that's the case at all. I think it's important to actually sit down and relax every day. I used to work 15 hours plus a day and if I didn't do that then I'd feel like I'd wasted it 
and that was a very, very toxic mindset to have. So now I work a lot less and take time to watch Netflix, take time to relax, take time to go out with my friends and do workouts and all that sort of stuff. So I'm really not saying here that because you're not being productive all the time, you're a complete failure. What I'm saying is that if you're spending every single day you can distracting yourself with things that are never pushing you forward, then yes, you are never going to meet your potential. And that is maybe just a harsh reality you have to hear at this point. We do these because they they do a lot of things for us. Netflix, TikTok, Instagram, they give us instant gratification. We get exactly what we are after in the blink of an eye. And because there's so much to choose from now, we, we literally do have everything we want in the blink of an eye. I could search up for anything I wanted on YouTube on Google right now and it's come up. It's just the way the internet is, we get everything without even having to do any work for it. And this is why over maybe the last 15 or so years, a lot of us have become very impatient over the last 15 years. I think that's probably the right word to go about it. We no longer want to put in a lot of work to get to the place we want to go because everything else seems to come easy, especially when we just want it there. But when it comes to the hard work, no one wants to actually put that in consistently as everything else is screaming at you to grab your attention. And we've talked about this before again, but people are actually hired on social media to be able to hook you in and keep you on the app. That's why social media is there. They want to keep you on the app, so they're doing everything they can to keep you there. And they hire people to make the algorithm work that way. They hire people to make the app's interface work that way. You are just another user on their app to make them money. And it's not to say that that's a bad thing per se, but it definitely can lead to toxic traits and it definitely can lead to negative aspects if you are not understanding of that and if you don't know how to control it yourself. This is also the reason why people don't leave toxic friendships, why people stay in relationships or jobs that they hate. They're getting something out of it that they don't think they could get anywhere else. So they stay. In toxic friendships, they might be people who bring you down, but you also have that feeling of belonging into a group. And if you left that group, then you would no longer have that feeling of belonging. And therefore, would often go back to the same group because they want that feeling again, even if it doesn't make them feel good in the long run. Same as a job. They feel that maybe the monetary aspect of the job is not something they could get somewhere else. So they stay in the toxic job and just end up being there for the rest of their life. It's not to say, again, that paying the bills is important. Everyone has to do that. But there are alternatives that are out there. There is a lot of opportunity in the world. And as I said, if you can find everything online, then there definitely means there's more opportunities than you think. You just have to look for them sometimes. But when it comes to habits themselves and what the main point of all of this is, is that your relationship with habits has to be something that balances itself out in the correct way. You have to find something that works for you and allows you to feel actually good in what you do. If you're doing the habits that are trying to improve your life, but you never feel good doing any of them, there's no wonder you go back to the habits that you're doing before. Now, yes, for anything that you do, you have to make some sacrifices. Sometimes maybe eating one bar of chocolate instead of four is the sacrifice you have to make in order to become healthier and lose a little bit more weight. But maybe the image of yourself in the mirror of looking really great and actually feeling like you are in a good place is something that you're willing to do to get there. One of the most important things when you're trying to change bad habits is you've got to make the feeling similar. If you're wanting to stop eating so much bad shit in your life, 
and you just decide to go out and exercise the whole time and that's how you're going to sort of counteract it, it's not going to give you the same feeling that you get when you eat that bar of chocolate. Whereas if you find that you actually really enjoy cooking and you go out and buy all the products and you follow a recipe and then you eat it, you have the same sort of feeling alongside of the eating aspect of it. Because as we said before, remember, you're getting a specific feeling for following the the habit you're doing right now. If you're watching Netflix, you're getting the feeling of I'm relaxing and I'm having a good time watching Netflix. I'm having a good time watching something progress. So if you just end up doing something completely out of the blue, random and different, you're not really going to get the same feeling that you've got over the last three to four years of watching Netflix. What I'm trying to say here is link up what you're trying to change with something that makes you feel the same way as what you're getting rid of. Because it's important to actually have that similar feeling. You do it for a reason. You don't not watch Netflix to feel shit. You watch it to feel good. So there has to be something else that correlates that in your life that will genuinely make you feel good with it. There's a few other things that I have done to make bad habits sort of fall away because they never go away completely. You always go back to them in some senses, especially when you feel in a rut, especially in a place where you're not feeling great about yourself. There is times where you're going to go back to this and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that at all. You have to commit to the change though. There has to be a time where you say to yourself enough is enough and that comes with writing your own set of rules, rules that you're wanting to stick to to actually make this change happen. If you're someone who watches four hours of Netflix a day, write on your board or write on a piece of paper and stick it to your wall that you will only watch one hour of Netflix a day. A time limit on your phone. And once you've reached the time limit, then go and do something else. You have to commit to the change if you're actually wanting to do it. And what most people think committing to the change means is just saying, I'm going to change. But it really isn't as simple as that. Again, as we spoke about before, remember the connections in your brain have built up for a long, long period of time, meaning they're actually pretty strong. So you trying to change in one day and thinking that's going to be the best of it all is just not realistic. You have to think in this sense and you have to commit knowing that you're actually going to make this change. And here's how you can do some of that. First of all, is don't stress over one failed day. That is something that cripples people from moving forward. And anything they do, they feel if they're trying to break a bad habit and they end up eating a bar of chocolate one day and then they think they've failed, so they just go back to doing the bad habit consistently because they believe they've failed. No, that's not the case at all. Failing one day means absolutely nothing if the next week and a half you complete every single one sticking to the rules you've set yourself. It does not matter if you fail one day. It doesn't matter if you fail two days. It matters that you actually get back on the horse and you keep moving forward. Nobody is perfect and you're going to make mistakes, especially in the beginning. Do not give up at that point. That is why 90% of people give up on their New Year's resolution. I don't even believe in New Year's resolutions anymore. I think they're complete bullshit and it's a way for people to make them feel good about themselves when they're actually never going to change. If you genuinely want to make that change, then you have to commit to doing so. And just failing one day doesn't mean fuck all if the next day you get back up and do it again. Life is about getting knocked down and getting back up. And it's important that you humble yourself in these days. The next thing you can do is your why. Why are you actually doing this? And again, I've not said this maybe three or four times, but I'd highly recommend watching some more of the episodes on this podcast if you haven't. But you need to know your why. Why are you actually doing this? Please be honest with yourself here. 
really, I mean really be honest. When people ask you, you know, why are you doing something, you can give them the first layer of why you're doing it. You know, I want to be successful, I want to be happy. There's a deeper meaning as to why you're doing that. And you know what, as soon as I said that, and if there's something you're trying right now, you thought of that deeper meaning. And it might be embarrassing, and it might be something that you don't really want to discuss with people, and that's okay. But when you're trying anything new, when you're reaching for a goal, you're going for a new habit, you're doing something that makes you uncomfortable, you have a why. You know exactly why you're doing that, and you need to keep that at the front of your brain every time that you're doing it. If you are working out, and I know how hard it can be sometimes when you're really trying to push forward with what you want to do, and you may not be seeing those results, sometimes getting that why to the front of your brain and saying it over and over and over again, right in that moment, can fuel you on to do everything you ever wanted. I know there's been a ton of times where I've had to do that, where I felt like giving up and I felt like just quitting, and then I remind myself of that why, and I repeat it over and over again, and you really get fired up. You understand that nothing in life that is good is going to come and just the blink of an eye and a snap of your finger. It's going to come with hard work and dedication and every single person is going to see that hard work and dedication because you put it in and you didn't quit. Be that person that you genuinely want to be. The people on the internet who you see, it's all a facade. Social media is only a snippet of someone's life. That is not their full thing. So focus on you and what you want to be, your authenticity, the person you have always desired to see in that mirror and be that fucking person. You have the ability to do so, but that fear of comparison, that fear of failure, the fear of moving forward, the fear of falling into bad habits stops you from doing so. You have to have that why at the front of your brain to take control and remind yourself this is the exact reason why I'm doing this and we are going to win. There's some other methods that you can do when it comes to forming better habits and letting go of bad ones. And these are something that Thomas Frank calls soft and hard systems. And I've used both. Both work for different circumstances. I would just say it all depends on your level of commitment, the level of time, the number of times that you've failed a habit and you're trying to get back on again or the person that you are. Some people are more disciplined than others from the get-go. Some people need to work on that, so they need a harder pain point, which is the hard systems. Some of the things you can do is accountability, getting someone to help you actually move forward with what you want to do. Other things that I've done is pain points. So for me, a pain point is money. Therefore, if I weren't to do said habit, then I would give X amount of money to someone who I was close to or a charity or anything like that. Now, this can work really well because what you do is you make the money to a certain level that it would be easier to do the habit than it would be to actually give the money away. So for me at that point, it was £50 if I didn't do the habit and the habit was to work out, I believe, at the time and one of them was also to get up at 6am in the morning. These were both made for the first week or so of me doing it to help the pathways start to connect one another and believing that I was actually becoming that person. And this helped really, really well, especially in the ones that I struggled with. There's a lot of habits I'm really good at building and there's some that I'm terrible at building. And that's okay because there's going to be some places where you are going to be better at some things than others. You may be someone who can just get up at 5am every morning with no stress at all. I was someone who could get up in the morning and then I would end up somehow back in bed and sleeping for another few hours. I needed to work on that and that was something I'd done. So over time, I've sort of progressed that and now I'm waking up consistently every morning at around 6am. I'm taking some time for myself and actually using my mornings to benefit me.
There's a few other things you can do with your environment where you change it up to make it easier to not fall into the bad habits. Some people buy a lot of snacks and that means they're downstairs. So when you go to the shops next time, you make sure that you have eaten before you've gone. You make sure you've got a list of what you need to buy. You go in, you buy that and you get out and you don't buy anything else because when something's not in the house, you're not tempted to eat it because it's not actually there. Same as apps on your phone. I've deleted some apps on my phone, meaning that if I actually do want to go on this app, I need to download it, I need to spend the extra effort to actually do so, make it hard to do bad habits, make it easy to do the better habits. It's not as complicated as we like to make it, but it can help over the long run. As you start to see, you don't actually miss the bad habits that much, it was just a filler for what you were doing before to stop you from moving forward. Bad habits have ruined and made my life better in certain ways. There's been a lot of times in my life, especially in high school and my first year of university, back when I left school, so I left that university in first year, that bad habits took over everything I'd done. I wasn't happy in life. I wasn't working out. I wasn't eating good. I wasn't drinking enough water. I wasn't getting enough sleep. I was playing too many games. I was watching too much Netflix. My my life was, <laughs> my life was shit. I'm not even going to lie to you. I hated that year. That was potentially the one of the worst years of my life. There was only a few that topped that, but that was genuinely one of the worst years of my life. And it was all because I allowed bad habits after bad habits to form over one another. And I know if you're sitting listening right now, there's going to be a few bad habits you want to get rid of. And you're maybe wondering how to get rid of them. And I hope this episode could enlighten you in a few of the things you could try and just an honest review of someone who's been maybe where you're at right now and finally started to move forward with what they want to do. The path isn't going to be easy. It's it's not something that's just simple and in one day you're going to change your life. There's going to be ups and downs just like anything you do. But if you're willing to take that jump to actually change your life for the better, which if you're listening to this podcast, I'm guessing you want to, then it's your turn to do just that. Again, if you'd like to sign up for the Monday Mindset Club, the only email at the start of the week you're actually happy to get, And I'd love for you to be a part of that community. And you can sign up with the link down below. What's your thoughts? They become your words. What's your words? They become your actions. What's your actions? They become your habits. What's your habits? They become your character. What's your character? It becomes your destiny. Lao Tzu. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Power of Positivity podcast. Have a fantastic day.